When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, here we go, guys. Another year. Good to see you. Thanks for coming out, for covering our team. And uh, it's time to get started. So we're excited. We had a good training camp. Um, you know, as I always say to the players, you have a good summer program, that gives you a chance to have a good training camp. We have a good training camp, it gives you a chance to have a good season. So we've had a good summer and we've had a good training camp. So now it's on to the season. So with that, I'll open up to questions. Greg, year three, you kind of had your chance to put more of your stamp on the program. What's different about this team heading into this year? Well, I think any time you continually go through cycles and the same people are going through them, you get better, right? So we had some coaching changes on the defensive side of the ball, so you don't get that. But then maybe you gain a little bit of uh, new ideas, things like that. The players that have been through it for two or three years, I think that's the key. They now have the culture. They are the ones who share the culture with the players on the team, the younger guys, the new guys. That, to me, is the key. And, and you know, when you talk about culture and people want to use the word tradition, tradition isn't singing a song or ringing a bell. Tradition is what the older players pass down to the younger players. Are you uh, settled on a plan at quarterback um, at this point, or how are you kind of planning to use that this week? No, we haven't settled yet on who will start. Um, you know, I think they all had good training camps. Um, we're going to do whatever it takes to win. So, you know, I don't know how many you'll see. Whatever it takes. What would it take to maybe play two quarterbacks in a game? Like I said, wh whatever it takes to win, we're going to do. So, if, if I feel like that gives us the best chance to win, and I say I, Sean, myself, the offensive staff, if we feel that's the best thing to win the game, then we'll play multiple guys. If not, we'll play one. You just gotta, you know, we're such a young team and we're figuring out who we are. 
this practice, you know, we got three practices this week that are really important. Um, you know, you get, you get 25 practices leading up to the first game. So, you know, this is about an eighth of our practices we still have left to prepare for this game, and they're going to be very important. Greg, at the beginning of the camp, you said uh, Aaron Young was doing some things, but not everything. What's his status going into this game? Uh, it's not certain yet. Uh, we're going to see, again, these three practices will be big on what, what he's able to do and what he's able to do at the level we need to do to win the game. So those, there's really two, two questions. What can he do and can he do it at the level that we need to win the game? And, and we'll figure that out. But uh, we got a good mix. You know, we're trying to figure out who's healthy, who's not. Who's ready to go, and um, we'll have somebody to carry it. Greg, a lot of familiar faces on the opposite sideline this Saturday at Boston College. Just what is your relationship like with Jeff and, and John McNulty in the years since you guys have coached together? Yeah, there's there's a lot of good friends on that sideline. You're right. Um, I'm really proud of Jeff. Jeff, yeah, I knew Jeff would be a head coach. Um, Jeff was great for us here at Rutgers. He was also great for us at Tampa Bay. Um, you know, you talk about Tim Lukabu who was with us in both places, John McNulty, who was with us in both places. Those are really good football coaches and really good people. And then there's others, too. You know, there's some of our former players. Savon Huggins is up there. Uh, he's doing a great job. I'm proud of him. Steve Shimko, who, you know, coached in the NFL and now is back in college. So uh, it is. It's, uh, it's really good. And there's a guy that worked with me at Ohio State, was my graduate assistant there, Matt Turin, who handles the special teams. And, and works in the secondary. He's an excellent young coach. So there's a lot of familiarity. Uh, it'll be a little strange because you know I care about those guys. But when you're playing in a game, you're competing and you're trying to win. What stands out about uh, Phil Jerkovich when you watch him on film? Very talented quarterback. I mean, he's a he's a uh, NFL quarterback, which when you say that, that means a lot to me. Um, he's got a big arm. He's very mobile. Very athletic. So when things break down, he, he extends plays. He doesn't just run to run, he extends. He extends, uh, has a really good feel for the pocket, a very good presence in the pocket. And I know John, uh, you know, having worked with John, John is really a good quarterback coach and a guy who makes a quarterback very aware of rush patterns, uh, escapability, how to extend plays. So I'm sure that uh, there'll be improvement there as well. I heard someone say the other day that year three is the new year five for a coach in, in the progress of the program. Do you agree with that, with where the sport is now? And if, and what do you think that what makes year three important for you personally to show where this program's at? Well, I don't know what the new year five is. You know, I'm not sure about that. I, I get the saying. I get what people are trying to say. This has been such a weird ride that I haven't really tried to, you know, with COVID and the situation, you know, where we came in with the program. So it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a perfect situation when we got here and then COVID struck. So I, you know, I'd like to say, you know, full bore ahead year three, let's make sure. I'm not getting into any of that. At, at this stage of my career, I, I enjoy coming to work every day. I enjoy these kids. I enjoy our coaches. We work really, really hard and we're, we're getting better. And it's just a matter of with this young group, how fast will we be good enough to win? Uh, I don't know. Will it be this week? I know this. We're going to go up there and we're going to let it fly. These kids love to play together. Uh, this staff loves to coach together. We're not going to play scared. We're just going to let it fly. And uh, if it's good enough this week, it will be. If it isn't, we'll keep getting better. We'll be a much better team in November than we are 
today. What did you see from Gavin this summer in his first camp that impressed you? And, and what, do you, what else do you need to see from him? Like, are there areas of growth that you really want to see uh, in the, whenever he gets on the field? Well, yeah, there's, there's tons of areas of growth. I mean, you're talking about a, a freshman at the quarterback position. There's so much to learn at the quarterback position. So I just think his overall understanding of everything that's going on, you know, when you're really playing the position at a high level, much like Phil's playing it at, at, at right now at, at Boston College. He knows everything about the offense. He knows where everybody's supposed to be. Um, when you get to that level, and we've had quarterbacks at that stage here, when you get to that level and you have the physical gifts like Gavin does, that's a lot of fun. Um, right now, certainly his physical gifts are ahead of his understanding of just by sh pure time, time he's had to learn it. But uh, he's very, very gifted. And he does love football, and he works at it. So uh, when you have that combination, it's just a matter of time. Um, so, Rick, opening up against a Power 5 opponent on the road, can you talk about the pros and cons of that for your team? Well, I guess, you know, I don't really think. I mean, whatever the schedule is, you play it, right? So I guess the pros would be uh, what, what people would say is there's an urgency, you know, you're playing. But I always thought opening game, there's always an urgency. I don't care who you're playing. You know, because you haven't played together as a team. You know, it's college football. This team is quite different than the team last year. And, uh, you know, you only get, unlike every other sport, you only get 12 opportunities to do it. So every opening game I've ever been a part of, depending, no matter who we played, I've been incredibly excited. You can hear we're having meetings here. That was the end of that one. So they're moving on at 110 today, huh? Uh, Coach, um Ireland Brown has made a lot of transitions and was voted the most improved player in the spring. What did you identify that suggested he should make the switch from offense to defense? Well, yeah, it wasn't so much what I identified. It was really what we needed. I mean, it's been no secret that that, was, that has been our, our toughest spot, the offensive line, since we arrived. And uh, Ireland had the ability to do it, we thought, and uh, certainly that's proven out to be true. I mean, he's a, he's a good, he's become a good offensive lineman. And, um, you know, I'm grateful that he's here. And I know it's special for him because he's going back to where he initially went to school. You know, he transferred here from Boston College. So, um, you know, hopefully he can, we can keep him contained there because, you know, he's touching the ball every play. So I can't get too excited. Another nostalgic question, but Syracuse last year, Boston College this year, some old Big East flavor. Does that add anything special for you, having you know, played those teams so many times, going back there? No. I mean, I, I guess the answer is supposed to be yes, and, you know, the old uh, – not really. You know, we play in a very, very demanding league, a new league, one that, I, as you guys know, I believe that's where we've belonged. Um, so when you get out of conference – it really is uh, It's different, right? You're, you're preparing for the Big Ten schedule. And um, so whoever, whoever we have, you know, I didn't have a choice in, in what, what happened in the past. I do going forward, and I certainly have a scheduling philosophy that, that I believe in. Um, but this is all done well in advance. Greg, going back to the beginning of camp, you uh, mentioned that the linebacker room is super green. Um, I wanted to ask if there's any update on the Singleton thing. And on top of that, what's the development like on that room throughout camp? Well, there's no development on Singleton other than what I told you. You know, we're working on it. That's for sure. We're not just going to give up uh, because I truly believe that's not 
you know, what's happening to him isn't isn't right. Um, but that's just my opinion. I'm not the governing body. But um, as far as the room, they're getting better. They just don't have game reps. You know, there's not a lot of game reps going on there. So, you know, they'll figure it out. They're good players. They're going to figure it out. It's just sometimes until you do it in a game, you don't know exactly what it feels like. And I think practice is really important, but I think, you know, games are just a little bit different. Just want to start to follow up with the question which what Brian had asked. Your scheduling philosophy, would you prefer not to have regional opponents this early in the season? Oh, I don't know if it's this early or not. You know, like we we align with our league. That's who we play. So that's, a you know, the other teams in our area, other than Maryland, which is in our league in Penn State, the other teams are in a different league. So is that the best thing for, for Rutgers football? You know, that, that can be debated. Uh, but I'm not going to get into our my scheduling philosophy. You know, you'll see it when the games get announced because there's negotiations and there's things like that. I'd hate to negotiate against myself up here at the podium, you know. Uh, and just overall, you starting a opening of season, do you still get butterflies? Are you still in that <laughs> oh, way yeah. before, you know? Yeah, even if, you, if you don't, it's probably time to – and, I, again, it's excitement. You know, I think people – I always have a, I tell our players all the time, there's no reason to be nervous unless you're unprepared. Now, excited is kind of a similar feeling to nervous, but excited is a positive. Nervous to me is a negative. And I don't want any of our players to be nervous. I want them to be excited. So those butterflies to me are the excitement. Um, you know, I really, I believe that. But if you're not prepared, you can't fool yourself. I talk to our players all the time about that. There's only one way to be truly prepared, and that's put in the hard work and get prepared and do the things that, that you're, you, know, you know you're supposed to do. And that's when I say go let it fly. That's what I mean. Like you, sh you should play the game with no apprehension, no fear. I should coach it with no apprehension, no fear, unless, you know, unless you're not prepared. Then, then you've earned it. You've earned the fear. Um, you said a couple of weeks ago, just going back to the linebackers, that you know they have to gain experience and minimize mistakes. I mean, what's the biggest key that they need to take to the field on Saturday and, and all season, really, to, to keep those mistakes at a minimum? And I know there's a lot of keys, but what's kind of the biggest one that they really need to focus on? Well, you know, linebacker, and I played the position, right? So you, whatever position you played as a player, you usually have a, a just a tad better understanding. Linebacker, to me, is a position. Thank goodness they're not doing. They didn't do the stuff they're doing now on offense back when I was playing. Or I don't. I don't think I would have played, but. Um, there's so much for them to process. You know, they're intimately involved in the run game. They're really involved in the pass game. The conflicts that they have, run-pass conflicts, are never been more than in, in, in this day and age, right? With, you know, I remember when I came back from the National Football League, came back to college coaching, you know, I'm watching the tape, and it, then finally uh, one of those plays, you know, those power reads came up, and I was like, whoa, whoa what was that? Run that back. You know, because you literally have to defend three plays on one play. And that's college football nowadays. So it's gotten, it's gotten really, really hard to play the position. I think Corey Heatherman, our new linebacker coach, has done an unbelievable job getting these guys ready. Uh, he has simplified. He's made it, you know, I think he's conceptualized things for them. That, um, but again, as I said, you know, they haven't done it yet. So until they do it, you know, uh, I shouldn't say they haven't done it at all. They've played a little bit. But, I mean, to be the guy is different than to have some some spot time, you know. But, um, look, guys, it's going to be a, a good year, and uh, I appreciate you covering us. I know that, uh, you know, for a lot of you, we've known each other for a long time. For some of you, it's new. But um, look forward to it.
and uh, I will see you guys, or see most of you at least, up in Boston. All right? Be safe. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.